0: Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word
1: of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host.
0: Hello, VP Podcast listeners, friends, and family. Today is Wednesday, January 11. And I am Kim Howard, joined by Emma Howard. Welcome, Emma. Hi. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, we actually are oddly. I'm just going to let you in on a little studio secret. We're recording on my phone this because I feel like <laughs> there should be some serious outtakes on this recording. Emma is a hoot. If any of you don't know her, um, man. This is something else, I tell you. <laughs> um, so, thanks for listening to us again today. On Wednesdays, we talk about community involvement or serving. How do you serve um, the church in general, like the big, big church? Or how do you serve Victory Point? Um, so, Emma, if you would share with us a little bit about what you have done here in the past or what you're doing now.
1: Um, we'll start with what I'm doing now, because if you start in the past, that's weird, but um, I serve in missional community, which is amazing. Um, basically, we pack bags for kids um, at Great Lakes. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> forgot for a second. <laughs> um, which is really an eye-opening thing for me, I guess. But then I have served in Kid Zone. A few times, oh, and I also right now, I'm like a leader, not really leader for middle schools um youth group, but I still attend high school youth group. Gotcha, yeah,
0: very cool. I did not know that, so really, they just didn't want to let go of you in the middle school group. They wanted to keep you there.
1: I think it's because of my humor.
0: I think you're probably right. (laughs) 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 Uh, You do liven up the bunch, that's for sure. Um, Well, very cool. Yes, we um, are out or mission for our MC is Great Lakes Elementary and providing uh, hand-to-hand food bags once a week. Um, So yeah, we pack those on uh, the first and the third Wednesday and join with our church family and... Um, Have been blessed by that. And obviously, you can hear through Emma too. Like, that's something that we enjoy and look forward to. So, thank you, Emma, for serving our church in that way, serving the community in that way. Um, I appreciate that, as do others, I'm sure. So, we're back to the uh, book of Matthew, chapter four, and we are going to move on to the last temptation. Of Jesus in the wilderness uh, in verses 8 through 11 and Emma has agreed to read that for us again today so Mm -hmm. take it away boo
1: Um, next the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory I will give it all to you he said if you will kneel down and worship me get out of here Satan Jesus said Had told him, for the scripture says, You must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. Thank you.
0: So, what would you say this passage says about God? um, Or again, because it's about Jesus, um, who is God, what does it say to you about either God as the big God or Jesus as the human God, basically?
1: Um, what really stuck out to me that was like Jesus didn't back down from what, like, from what Satan was saying. He was like, I'm not doing this. He was very, um, he has a very firm foundation, as a lot of people would say. Very firm. Like, he knows what he wants. He knows who he is. Like, he knows who is his creator and whatnot.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's pretty strong. Right, And he does not back down, and he has no intention of backing down um, to Satan. He's stronger than Satan, and uh, he demonstrated his power there, right? Because he spoke, and the devil left. So, good. Um, I had that as, like, the big God, right? Three-in-one God. Um, He desires and demands our worship of only him means he does not allow for room to worship other things, other people, other gods. Um, He does not allow room for that. He desires and demands our worship um, and that it be solely focused on him and nothing else. So uh, I thought that was kind of cool. You know, he knows he's the only one that's worthy of it. So um, that's what I learned. How about... What does this passage say to you about humans or people?
1: Um, being led into like temptation, like with earthly things and power. Um, I think that us as humans, like, we can get led into tempt- temptation, like, really easily, because I feel like that's kind of our nature. Like, we want the new cars. Uh, New bicycles, I guess. Or the new Barbie dollhouse. I thought I was going to get that for Christmas. Anyway. <laughs> um, we're just very easily to be led into temptation.
0: Yeah, I mean, th- this temptation is about... Um, kind of, a, you know, about, about worldly kingdoms, about worldly earthly things, um, power... Um, I, I always find this one interesting is that, like, Satan knows who Jesus is. He knows that Jesus is God. It's not a question for him. He knows exactly who he is. And yet, like, it, it's weird to me that Satan tempts him with the, uh, the world as if God slash Jesus here doesn't already rule it. Like, it's already his. So, I don't know. I always find that interesting. Um, But that's not really what it says, I guess, about humans. But you're right. I think that our human nature is easily tempted to want the things of this world um, and to chase after those things. Um, And God is saying that there's there's no place for that, you know. He wants us to be focused solely on Him and worship only Him. And uh, not that the things of this world are always all bad, but are striving for them and um, thinking that their satisfaction there is where it goes wrong. So what's something, as you read this, you could say, I'm going to take this into the day and I'm going to cling to this promise or I'm going to take an action step of obedience towards um, obeying something here that God has commanded.
1: Um, he definitely has some somewhere in the book. Don't be led into temptation. I was thinking about earlier, but and I just forgot it. But um, it's in the Lord's prayer, right?
0: Lead us not into temptation. Yeah. Deliver us from the evil one. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's where I remember it from. I think, I think that's where I thought of. But um. Definitely not getting tempted, like, not getting tempted with, like, my friend group might be doing that, like, my friends might be doing this, doing that, but, like, knowing that I have a choice in what I do and also being able to say no, which I feel like is very hard for when you're a freshman, like, all through high school, it's very hard, I feel like, because you are very, you're around a lot of things, and... Like, if you don't do some things, you're called, like, boring. So it's, like, staying true to who you are and, like, knowing that God did not create you to be that way and that he has a plan for who you're going to become.
0: Yeah, that's good. Um, Again, we see that Jesus in this um, temptation, um, well, all three of them really is, you know, he wouldn't be able to do it if he didn't know who he was. You know, he knows that he is. God. He is creator. He is, you know, everything. So, He doesn't need to be um, tempted with these things because He already has them. Um, But yeah, I mean, and it's not just kids. So, if you think that this gets easier as you get older, when you're not in high school or you're not in college, um, it doesn't. You know, we're all tempted, um, and we will be tempted, From here until Jesus comes again. Um, That is the enemy's number one tactic. So um, we just have to, like you said, learn how to stand strong, stand firm in our faith, and uh, trust that God is going to protect us from some of that and he's going to deliver us from some of that. Um, But you're right, we have to be intentional, we have to take responsibility, you know, we have to choose. We have to decide um, to follow him and to worship him only.
1: Yeah, and also saying that today, Satan. I think that's our motto for the week, saying that today, Satan.
0: That's a good one.
1: It is a good one. I like Mm -hmm.
0: that. I don't remember who came up with that. There is a song, and maybe it's Lecrae or something, right? It's like a rap (laughs) song.
1: Yeah, that should be our outro.
0: We might have to talk to Dwight about getting that one. I will added to this week. The end of that'd
1: be funny. The day
0: All everybody's right. so used to the other one. Give me one.
1: that God. That one. That's I no. That's a different, a different one. one. <laughs> that's still a good song. One song too though. So
0: Yep, we might have to bring <laughs> some of this uh, Christian rap or punk music, as I call it.
1: It's not punk music if it's about the Lord our Savior, Mom.
0: All it's right. not punk music but mostly punks, like, you know, teenagers like it.
1: Um, yeah, whatever.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, thank you all for listening again um, to us today, and uh, we'll see if Dwight can play the Not Today Satan song at the end of our recording. Um... It probably beats any joke that Emma was going to leave us with or any commercial that she suggested we uh, (laughs) have during podcast recordings. So um, have a great day, a blessed day, and we will be back tomorrow. See ya. Adios.
1: not today. Amen.